Spread number love across the globe. It's the Vibe Show Podcast. I'm your host, the Vibe King, Kano the Don, and we have a special guest joining us on the show today. Two-time NBA champion, the one and only Josh Powell. What it do, baby? What's going on, man? Man, finally, bruh. <laughs> I, I want to go ahead and apologize first to everybody, man. We have had some technical difficulties, but I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm back on deck. <laughs> Get this thing right, man. Have a good time. Yes, indeed, man. I'm talking about, look, man, I, I, had, to, I had to throw the towel in, man. Oh, don't throw the towel in. <laughs> <laughs> we, man. We ain't going to give up on nothing now. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. Right. We we definitely ain't going to do that, man. I, I just want to uh, I wanna thank you, man. It's, it's really a blessing, man, for you to grace the show, man, and take time out of your busy schedule. So for me and the Vibe team, we just want to say thank you, my brother. No, you're absolutely welcome, man. I appreciate y'all for giving me the opportunity. So I look forward to it. So look, man, first of all, how, how's your day going? I'm having a blessed day, man. God woke me up this morning and gave me another chance and another opportunity. So that's that's my outlook on life every day. I get the chance to wake up. Right, absolutely, man. I, I, I definitely agree with you on that. I take that approach Every day, man, my walk as well, man. I mean, it's it's really no other way to look at it. You know what I mean? If you get you get the chance to open your eyes up, man, and fight another day, you know. Yes, sir. So look, man, I you know I, I've been I'm, I'm a fan, man, and I, I've been I've been following you, man, for for quite some time, and you've been putting in a lot of work. A lot of work. I mean, you know what I mean? Overseas. I mean, you just been really balling out, you know. And I, but before we get into all of that, man, I, I wanna I wanna give the fans, your fans, um, the listeners, I wanna give them a little um, insight on Josh Powell before the NBA. What like has basketball always been like? been like the vision for you as even when you were younger or, or you played other sports as well hello can you hear hello? me you can hear me yeah i can hear you now what you say yeah like b- before the nba was was like basketball always like the vision for you or you played other sports when you were younger yeah i played other sports when i was younger i started off baseball and football and um, basketball thing kind of came a, a little bit later to me um, but yeah man that, it wasn't on my way down at all come on wow you know that, that so you said baseball and and you played uh football yes sir man that's crazy man so all around athlete basically is what you're telling me <laughs> I guess, man, I'm going to tell you what's crazy. So I, I haven't talked about this too much, man, but my dad was a beast in every sport, right? What? But he ended up he ended up not going collegiate with it. He started to – he was like a master mechanic, DJing, so he was getting money doing other stuff. So he kind of just stopped with his pursuit to any other – any of the other sports. And um, my mom was actually a basketball player. She tore both of her ACLs in college. Oh, wow. Man, you... So you I, guess, I guess they gave me a little, a little start. You know, a little, oh, yeah. You know what? You know what's crazy, man? That, that's crazy. Did have you, ever, have you ever had that conversation with Pops and be like, yo, like, man, like, you could have you played anything. Like, like, why you just gave it up? Never. You it never asked. It hadn't even crossed my mind to even have that conversation. I know that sounds probably crazy, but I just never did, man. And, um, you know, I talked to my mom because uh, my parents split when I was younger. So Got you. I lived with my mom. Um, and when I did go see my dad, I, 
he told me some stories here and there. Mostly everything I heard was from other people. Right. Um, he 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 was just always like supportive. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, um, just grateful. Just grateful for that. You know what I mean? And, and I spoke to my mom like a like like my mom is really one of the people who actually got me to fall in love with basketball. Really? Because yeah, because when she she used to play in this in this uh, rec league and. Um, I think at the time it might have been like a 30 and, 30 and under or 30 and up or something like that. But she would go hoop on like Wednesday nights or sometime during the week, the weekday, and then, you know, get a little bump in during the weekend, man. And I would just come with her to the gym. And that's that was my first, like, introduction to it. Like, I wasn't even watching it on TV. Or come on, man. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So so that's so so basically we gotta we we gotta give we gotta give pops credit but we gotta give moms a lot of credit too man. Yes. I mean I'm gonna spread that love man. Salute to both of them obviously they you know right they, they came together God had a plan but um, yeah man my mom man she um, watching her was kind of really made me fall in love with the sport. Wow man, what position moms played? She was a post player. Okay. My mom is my mom is my mom's six feet. Yeah, she's tall. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah so That's what's up, man. That's that's cool. So you, your mom ever got ever got a game in, man? No, we we might shoot around a little bit, but yeah. you know, after after her knee injury she didn't really do too much. Um after that, I mean, I know she played in the in the rec league and stuff. But when I started hooping, we never really got a chance to like really, you know, do do a little do a little one on one and hit things like that with each other. Right, right. I got you on that, man. He definitely was in my ear, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you that. So she was. So she was. She was one of those. She was one of them. She, she used to ride you, or, or like how how was oh, man, it? You gonna you gonna hear her from the stands. Wow, man, that's cool, though, man. Fans, you know what I'm saying? But that—that that was mom's, man. That was her spirit. So, so when you started to, um, you went to uh, Riverdale, Riverdale, Riverdale. Uh, that was Riverdale High School. Riverdale High School. Yeah. Okay, you. So you you actually um, you so you played ball in high school, or you still wasn't there yet? No, I was playing ball in high school. Okay. I okay. actually, um, it's crazy because I only played three years of varsity. Really? And like I had, yeah, I had like these crazy jumps. So I was, I was on like JV slash ninth grade, and then I worked my tail off, man. And I, you know, I was, I was blessed to be a part of the AAU circuit, and um, started off with Team Georgia, and uh, man, it just went from there, man. I had a, a, a summer. Going into my tenth grade year, I grew like five, six inches. Um, worked on my game, like this. It was just a whole bunch of shit going on that summer, man. And, and I mean, it, it paid off because that next, that next year, like my first year of varsity, like you know, for me, I know for others it might not be a big deal, but for me it was a big deal. But I mean, my first year of varsity, I was averaging like seventeen and ten or something like that. Right. And then it jumped. Jumped up the next year to like 25 and 13, and it just kept going. So I was, you know, I, I was just a product man of putting in that work, right? Just seeing, you know, the fruits of my labor. So, right, it's definitely a humbling journey for sure. Was was um, I'm pretty sure at you know at at this level and at that point you had scouts and stuff looking at you and everything. So NBA uh, NBA was definitely definitely on your radar, huh? To be honest with you, bro, at that point in time, the NBA was not on my way up. Come on. I was on. Just trying to get a full ride to school. Right. Like, I wouldn't even, I, I didn't even feel like that was, you know, it wasn't a thought. It wasn't nothing. My, my thing was, you know, the more exposure I was getting, um, I was like, man, I, I can I can really, you know, get, be able to get a, a full ride off of this. You know what I'm saying? And, right. And, and even at that time, I wasn't even thinking big schools. Shit, my first couple of schools were like Mercer University and 
you know, Georgia State and stuff like that, man. And right. then, you know, them, them bigger offers start pouring in. So, so why out of out of all of the um, the opportunities and all of the other schools that that came at you once things started to pick up, why NC State? So I wanted to go to I wanted to go to Georgia Tech. That was always my dream to go there. They had Bobby Crimmins. They had a history of getting guys, you know, to the league and stuff like that. And, you know, me being a home home guy, you know, that's that's who I grew up watching. Right. And, um, I mean, a lot of things changed during, during that time. I mean, because he retired. Uh, my next option was UGA. They got in some trouble um, a while back. So that option was out the way. Um, UNC... Florida and NC State were like on my top five. I mean, I had a top ten, but those were my top five. And um, the thing that I felt that set NC State apart was they actually had four of their bigs um, who were seniors, and they were leaving. Oh. It left. It was wide open for me to come in and kind of. Really shine. You know, get get a chance to. I, I wasn't promised anything, right? But I know me, and I believe in myself that I know I outwork anybody. So all I need is a fair chance and opportunity, and that's all I did, man. I just worked my tail off, you know, and was able, you know, to, to get into the starting rotation and then go from there. Yeah, you you definitely um, you definitely flourished over there. Which um, you did some amazing things over there as well. So, with that, so as 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 how how was the how was the experience the college experience with being a ball player um, on a high level like that? How how was the experience at um, on campus? I mean, first things first, man, is just time management. Um, you know, that was like the biggest adjustment because you know you're. You're by yourself. You're on your own. You don't have anybody that's telling you what to do, right? When to do it? You know, you gotta you gotta get up on your own. You gotta, you know, be a young man. You know what I mean? And right. Just making that adjustment. You know, as as far as doing that academically and things like that. And then, obviously, the next biggest thing for me was adjusting to working out, adjusting to lifting weights. Like these are things that. You know, I never really did like that. Like, I worked my tail off, but I never touched a weight my whole, up until I was 18. Come on. Until I'm going to college. I never touched a weight. So, you, you know, I'm 6'9", every bit of 185 soaking wet. Right. And understanding that I got to go in here and I got to battle with some big boys, you know. Right. ACC watching those games, man, looking at. Lonnie Baxter, Chris Wilcox, Carlos Boozer. I mean, that's back, you know, that that's when the ACC was, you know, I still feel like the ACC is the strongest conference. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, it's just, it's making those adjustments, man. So, you know, what we what we thought as kids was working out, you know, you get to college, and that's a whole different type of, you know, they got you doing stuff on a million, like you <laughs> Because too. they wanted me to, you know, I went from I went from two I went from one eighty five to like two ten. Come on! But now I'm adjusting my body to an additional twenty something pounds. Right. You know, it's it's a lot of things that I had to go through and adjustments that I had to make, man. But I just kept working my tail off. You know what I'm saying? And right. just getting acclimated. 
and then the whole mental, the whole mental, you know, because I mean, you got to think at that age too, you know, that that the whole mental, it, it, it can mess you up too, you know, if you're not mentally strong to be able to handle that that too. No, absolutely, absolutely, and you know, I had some things that I dealt with in high school that I felt like prepared me for that, and, and on top of the fact too that I went to a school that was out of state. Right. You know what I'm saying so. It's just different things in different ways that are helping me grow and mature as a young man. Um, things that I'm definitely grateful for that, that that helped me along the way in my process. Right. So now we we, we 2003 um, the draft NBA draft. Yes, now at this at this point now. Um, you definitely you 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 definitely looking at the league at this point, right? So, interesting story. I wanted to test the waters. You know, I had seen um, so many things on the mock draft and all of that, and I just learned something else because my 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 agent told me, and I didn't even know this, but he pretty much told me that my. Um, my uh my status I think got as high as I think it was like fifteen. Come on. On the board at one point in time. And I didn't even know that. I the last I had looked when I had checked it was it was at like twenty it was late first, so it was like twenty eighth or something like that. So, I mean it's stuff that I didn't really pay attention to like that. But my first initial was I just wanted to test the waters. Um you know, coming back to school was something that I obviously thought about, but I wasn't sure about because of the stuff that I had gone through while being at school. Right. I didn't really feel like the school that had my back at that point. Right. Um, and the star that broke the camel's back was when they brought in uh, Cedric Simmons, which I'm not hating on. You know, they're going to recruit. But during his recruiting visit, like, they gave him my number. You know what I'm saying? What? Like, that I felt like, why? Why would y'all do that? You know what I'm saying? Like you giving this guy my number, and you know, like well, you know, I'm a kid, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying like I'm, I'm 19 years old. Like so, I was just like bumping. I'm finna pursue my dream. Like I'm out. Right. You know, I had, I had been, like I said, I've been through so much, man. I had worked my tail off, going into my sophomore year. You know what I'm saying? And they still took my starting job from me. Which was fine. Okay, I'm gonna keep working. But then when, when you know, fortunately we had a player that they gave the starting job to that got hurt, so they had to play me. Right. You know, and and even with them playing me, um, it was a lot of ups and downs. I mean, I I put up numbers one game, they kind of sit me the next game. I do something one game, they would sit me to like. It was just a lot of back and forth, man. And then. I was at a point, I was so frustrated, man. My mom was sick. Mm-hmm. I was like, I called her and I said, Mom, I think I'm going to give up just playing basketball. I'm just going to come home. Wow. And she was like, no, son. Like, you can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't do that. Like, I love you. This will all work out. Don't worry about me. You know, just play strong and, and do what you, you know, you love the game. Just like, she gave me one of the most inspirational speeches, man. Like, it was emotional. You know yeah. what I'm saying? She was on the phone crying. I'm trying to hold it together. And it just put the battery in my back, bro. Because I know I finished out the last almost two months of the season, and I was on the wall. I was a whole different person. Come on. You know what I'm saying? I was just playing inspired, and I just had some other stuff on my mind. Right. Man. And I just, I did work. So, um, I just, based off of the production and things that I did, you know, the work that I put in, I was like, man, I'm going to test the waters. Right. And and that's that's what I did. You know what I'm saying? Like, but that, that whole thing with, with him, man, that, I was like, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. That, that, I mean, that, that made you feel some time, type of way. Know, I think they're just changing the rule now, but at the time, if you think about transferring or doing anything else, you got to sit a year. And I'm like, bro, I'm not going to sit no year. Right. I'm definitely not going to do that. So, so the preseason, 
pre preseason with the um with the Mavericks. What was what was that experience like? Um, preseason with the Mavericks. Um, man, my, that first year, boy, that thing was heavy, man. Cause we, I got there like, let's see, when I went undrafted and I got picked up by them, I um, I um, right there, mom. I. I, um, because we had to do summer league, so I had to report and get ready for summer league. Right. So, as I was, you know, getting ready for summer league and doing all that kind of stuff, um, I was basically, you know, just getting acclimated and adjusted because now it's like you're going from the college game to even though some of these kids, you know, some of the kids are college and all of that, but they still have some guys, man, that, had one or two years in the league and, you know, just some of the other people that you're going against. So just getting ready for summer league. And when that, you know, when that was all through, just going through the process of getting ready for camp. Right. Man, you know, moving, moving to Russia, like that, that's, that's big, man. Like, what was what was that experience like and you know with playing overseas ball um you know what's crazy man it's like i think anybody can adjust anywhere as long as you're doing something that you love to do right um so you don't kind of really think of it until you got to go get something to eat Go to the grocery store, <laughs> or do some, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But you're just walking into a gym. That, you know, if if you had a radio show overseas, like you're doing something you love, you wouldn't even think about it. Right. You would just do what you got to do, you know. But you don't notice things until um, until you you're having to deal with the culture or certain things. You know, like when I first got to Russia. I mean, shit, bro, it was negative whatever. It hadn't snowed yet, but the storm was coming. Right. So you walking outside, man, and you just all wind and brick. <laughs> like, what? And just adjusting to that because I didn't really have no type of winter clothes. Oh, come on, Jay, man. So I was like, Man, I'm super Atlanta, man. I had shorts with thermals underneath. Like, that's how I was rocking. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was that was my thing. So, you know, I was fine. I was able to make do. But, you know, it's just adult, adjusting differently to the way the game is played. Adjusting to not getting any calls. Like, getting beat up. No foul. Like, so many things that, you know, were different. You know what I'm saying? And right. making those adjustments, which, again, are things that help me to be the player that I am up to this day. Yeah, with with going through um going through those experiences and then, you know, transitioning back into back into the league again. Yes. That's yes. that's that's that is that is pretty dope, man. You know, I wanted to I wanted to ask you to get a inside um a inside perspective on playing ball overseas. Or whatever. I know a lot of people. Um, a lot of people play to stay conditioned. A lot of people play for the love because they love playing ball. Um, what 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 are those those checks looking like, man? Like, cause I know a lot of people not just over there just playing for the hell. Of listen, it. it's. I mean, it ranges. You know what I'm saying? It's not for you know everybody getting something different. There are different types of leagues, high right. leagues, low leagues, all of that stuff, man. But there are some guys over there. Um, depending on the country, right? They can make up to four or five million in the season. What? You know, and I think people don't people get it twisted, man. There's guys over there getting paid. There's guys turning down the NBA to stay over there. They Come on, man. Yeah, it's, it's think about this, bro. There's guys that's going to China, played five, eight, ten seasons, man. They probably made thirty million over in China, twenty million. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, and it's a year. Yeah, 
and the seasons are shorter. You know, you might have uh, a guy sign for three, four, four million in five months. Man, you know, I always, always wondered that, man. I always wondered that because then I watched a lot of, uh, I watched a lot of tape on you, man, and and um. I mean, you really was killing it over there, man. I mean, you really was making it look effortless, man. I was like, man, just down bad, man. It don't make no sense. <laughs> you know, you know what I do want to say real quick. Yeah. Mentioning that is my whole career, I've had to adjust. Right. And I've, I think a lot of times because the many years that I spent in the NBA, people only look at me as like a pick and pop type of guy right. or or energy guy or rebounder. So they don't necessarily get to see the offensive side to me. Right, right, And, right. you know, I've been in places, man, where I've been able to show the skill set, like everything that I've worked on, that it's not just pick and pop. Pick uh, and all pick, around game. Work, that, is, that is footwork, that is touch that is inside game outside game all kind of different things man yeah i can i can can handle like not i'm not saying my handle is crazy or nothing like that right but i'm saying bro i can i can create my shot yeah I i know how to get to a spot i know how to be able to create um offense for myself right you know and if people don't necessarily get to see get to see that side let me ask you this do you think that you 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 think that it's 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 because it's so it's so political, man, in the league, man. It's so, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. Is it's just it's it's so political, man. Um, it has a lot to do with it. Cause like, um, cause like you know, you 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 have a lot of guys, man, that that. That may be, you know, these because you got to think, man. The NBA, man. All of these, all of these people have have once been top something, you know, coming coming out of high school, college. These these are all these are ultimate players. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like even even sitting on the bench, you know, these, I don't these think, are all stars. Thinks of it like that now. There are some guys who their skill set is their skill set. You know, they may not be an offensive player. They may specialize in defense, rebound, and blocking shots. Or it might be somebody that's a a three point killer. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying that some guys aren't who they are. But then there are also some other guys, man, that can do way more than people could ever imagine because they've been in a situation where they played their role. Right. And I don't have a problem playing my role. Right. I don't have a problem doing whatever I need to do or whatever the team needs me to do. I just think people get that twisted because they're so quick to say who's sorry, who this, who that. Right. It's right. like for one, you can't you can't necessarily talk about somebody and you've not been in that position. You know? Like True. I, I understand everybody's entitled to have their opinion. Cool. I'm not knocking none of that. But I'm not going to sit up there and tell somebody that they suck at something and I haven't made a, a record, I haven't produced a track, I haven't been in a movie, I haven't, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. I, I just haven't walked their walk, so I can't sit up there and say what they've gone through or where they're at right now. I just think that that's right. the unfortunate part about what we do. But, you know, everybody is entitled to their opinion. You know, man, that's that's so true. That's so true. You know, I, I just, I, I think that... um I, I want to ask you this, man. You know, because like we, 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 I'm getting like the inside, uh, inside perspective. You know, because you, you, you know, people are gonna always, like you say, make their own speculation on everything or whatever. But you know, everybody don't get this, this blessing and this opportunity to be able to talk to somebody who's actually played in the league. You, you feel what I'm saying? Yes, sir. So my thing is this: Do you feel like? Do you feel like with do you feel like they allow y'all really the opportunity to really play? Not 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 every situation though. Right. Because man, being in certain situations allows you to do certain things at certain times. You know, when I was 
when I was with Dallas, I was like for real. I've been a role player everywhere, but like Dallas was more so. I was instructed like you're not gonna be getting shots like that. I need you to rebound. I need you to lock people down. I need you to defend. Be an energy guy. That's right. it. We got Dirk for this. We got Steve for this. We got <laughs> yeah. people who you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like and then when I got to the Clippers, man, we, we experienced some injuries, things happened, and I was able to play thirty minutes a game. Right. For the last two and a half, three months of the season, which allows me to show different things. So now I'm putting up seventeen and ten or thirteen and twelve or you know, eleven and ten or twenty two and whatever or like I'm able to put up numbers and it's and it's a whole different look. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's just whatever the situation happens, man, there's so many guys. I mean look at um what was the one what was the one kid's name that was with the, was it Earl Clark? With who? He went to the Lakers, and they was like, "Wait, who is this kid?" Like, yeah, 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 it yeah. It was like the rise of Earl Clark. Like, yeah, yeah. Knew he could do all that stuff, but it's like this boy was getting like 15, 15, 17, 16. Yeah, like, he was killing it. You know, twenty and ten, like he was killing it. And they was like, "We had no idea," but then it's like you get a chance to do that, right? You're in another team in another situation, right? So. It just happens like that, man. You you get with a team, you do what you got to do as a professional. You know what I'm saying? Right. And if something requires more, and if you're able to do that, cool. But you just never know what anybody's situation is. And it's obvious that when you see some of these other guys that just have an ultimate green light, how different they look when they have that trust like that and they're able to just do what they want to do. It's different. Yeah. Guys who have that type of freedom, it's different. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, where you don't have no constraints, no nothing. You can just perform. It's way different. And then the other guys, it's like, I need you to go in here for 10 minutes, go hard, come back out. Like, it's right. just different. You know what I'm saying? And I, I don't think people really think of that or understand it like that. You know that that that's interesting that you that you you broke that down like that, man. I really appreciate that too. And you know, it, it's just crazy, man, because it's it's like it's like. You know, being being looking at, at at the league from from the outside, and you know, you always asking these questions, and you always wondering, you know, why why these certain plays um, are being ran, or 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 why this, or or why that, and with you breaking it down like that, I mean, it it, it makes a lot of sense. You know, and I've watched basketball, man, a, a long time, a huge fan of, of basketball, man. And I'm, I'm not going to lie, man, over the course of the years, you know, um, you know, the Jordan eras and all that stuff dating up into, and, and even before that, his time dating up into the time now, you know, I, I can say that I, I am a little bit upset with um, a lot of the changes in the league, man. It, it's a lot of stuff that that's, that's kind of, skeptical to me man you know what i'm saying because a lot of stuff just don't be making sense to me sometimes man i, I think that you have to just understand it's a business yeah and if everything is predicated on the dollar yeah you know that's one part of it then, then you have another part of it where the game is changing because of the people that they're allowing in these positions Ah, no shade or disrespect to them but um you know, it's, it's just tough, man, when when you have people that obviously, that, yeah, they study the game and, and, you know, they spend time in the game, but you look at the game differently when you've been a part of it and right. you've actually played it. Right. You know, just because you're around something all the time doesn't necessarily mean that you can have a really a full understanding of certain things. Like, analytics doesn't pull up a stat on chemistry or pull up a stat on veteran leadership or right. pull up a stat on, you know, hustle plays and some of the other things that are necessary. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That's just and like... That's that's the part that, that bothers me, man, because people are losing jobs, you know, are not given a chance to play because 
now everything is either a dunk or a two point or a three pointer. Like, man, nobody's, you ain't never so lying. People man. like Kawhi and KD who mastered the mid range game, and they're not changing their game for nothing. You know, don't, that's a different situation, and you're not you're not getting that, bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So yeah. it's now when you see everybody trying to shoot threes, it's because of it's because of this, man. It's like this is what's gonna get me a job. So. Why wouldn't you work on that? You know, it's just unfortunate. Everybody's hanging around the art. Nobody's going down low doing I work. I know, no, man. It's, it's, no it's, it's no blend. It's no crazy, blend. man. We're not, we not seeing them epic battles down low. Uh, We're not seeing none of that stuff no more, man. It's like everything is like the three-point show. Yeah. Man, it's, it's yeah. crazy that you, you said that, man, because I, I was feeling the same way. I was feeling the same way, man. And and you're right, man. It it, it is it is real unfortunate because, like you say, that's just like, you know, just because I got billions of dollars and I decide I want to buy a team, you know, never play sports. I'm just like, you know, it's a hobby for me. I want to just buy a team. Doesn't mean that I, I really understand the game like that. Yeah, and, and you also understand that every game is going to evolve, right? Right. And even with the players. But you can't recreate baseball. <laughs> right. You you know, football, you can't recreate how football is going. You know, basketball, like literally, when I think of any sport, is like the only thing that you can do like that. Right. You know, I guess, I guess manipulate the game in a certain way, man, where you got – you know, bigs are outdated. You know what I'm saying? You got guards getting post touches. You got it's just everything that's ass backwards, and it's no it's no shade, right? Um, to to anybody on what they're doing, you do what you got to do. But again, it's just it's just it's just a lot it's just a lot different. You know what I'm saying? And how they doing things? You feel me? Yeah, like yeah. it's all good. And, um, I, I definitely get you on that, man. We we trust me. We on the we on the same page with that. We 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 ain't gonna touch on it too much, but we we on the same page with that. We gonna we gonna talk about that off the record. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> but look, man, I want to talk about I want to talk about you uh, and, and and this 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 two time NBA champion being a two time NBA champion. What that feel like though? That's what I want to talk about. Because you did that now. Let's talk about that whole experience. I want to touch on that. Well, first of all, man, me being a kid from the south side of Atlanta, taking the journey and the path that I've taken, um, for me to get to that point, not only with being in the league, but getting to the point where where I have a chance to win a championship. You know, actually, Dallas should have been my first championship. Right. It wasn't. We lost to the Heat. Um but I was fortunate enough to get back-to-back championships. And, I mean, it's, it's a blessing, though, because no matter what, man, that's that's something that nobody can ever take away. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I'll forever, like, no matter how long the Staples Center there, how, how long the league goes on, like, I will be a part of that. That history. That history, that arena, that whatever, like, that's just to me is an amazing experience, and not to do it one time, but I did it twice. Exactly, and then not only that, but that that particular group of guys, you know what I'm saying? That particular group of guys, it was really special, and that's that's what I want to touch on. Like the chemistry, every everything was working. Like, what was that experience? What was the locker room experience? What was some of the things that you guys? talked about to keep that machine well off like that because those were two hell those were two hell of a seasons man right um i think i think it's just that hunger man like when i when i came in um they had just came off of you know (laughs) you know getting beat by your rival but then like how (laughs) you know boston man it was just you know blown out and all of that kind yeah, of that stuff. Yeah, really that really hurt me, man. just a nasty taste in them. That really hurt me, man. But when I, came that there, when I came there that summer, it was like you could feel the energy in the in the facility. It was like, man, we got one thing on our mind. 
and that's we finna get this ring. We ain't think about nothing else. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So just it's my type of environment, man. Like yeah. I'm already an underdog. Yeah. I come from just work and just being hungry. Yeah. And when people, you know, when we're in gyms and we're working out or we're doing certain things, man, I'm gonna get noticed. Right. Like, I believe first of all I believe in myself and I believe in how hard I work, man. And it's like the things that I've gone through, I take pride in that every time I step on the floor. Right. Every time. I take pride in it. And it to me, it's not about putting up numbers. Right. It's just about going hard and doing whatever it takes to win. That's what people got to understand. Yeah. That, that want to put up numbers yeah. to look good. And another thing that people don't really know about me is the fact that throughout my 16, 17-year career, I've been a part of nothing but winning situations. Exactly. There's probably been... Man, I can't even really count, but there's been a few times where I haven't made the playoffs or, or, or haven't been a part of a team that hasn't made the playoffs. Like, I just take those things with pride, man. Yeah. Like, I, I was able to win, you know what I'm saying, be a part of a team that won two championships. I also was able to go to Europe and right underneath the NBA championship, the next biggest thing that you can win is EuroLeague. Yeah. So, I'm a part of a few that have gotten a EuroLeague championship and an NBA championship. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So I'm truly blessed, man, to be able to walk, you know what I'm saying, yeah. and, and, and have the journey that I had to get and be in a position to do that. And like you say, man, the experiences to be able to share with your kids, man, just seeing different countries and, and, and experiencing different things, man, like that's, that alone, man, is, is, is amazing. That's, that's, that's an amazing life to live. You know what I mean? Right. It's definitely because a blessing. Those, those are the things that, um, and I didn't mean to cut you off, King. Those, those are the things that I, I give these, not only to my kids, man, but when I just speak into people, it's like, I want to speak life. I want to let people know like what, that focus and that determination can get you when you don't make excuses, when you just work your tail off, when you uh -huh. do what you got to do. Eventually, God or the universe is going to take care of you in some way, shape, or form. And if he and if it doesn't happen, that means it just wasn't for you. Right. And that's and that's fine too. Right. But I think I think people should understand that you can be more at peace when you know you've given everything and you're all versus when you've had half asked. Or you gave up on something because that all that's always going to eat at you. Right. Then it's like, well, what if I would have did this, or what if I would have did that? Exactly. And I can honestly say, in life for me, I don't I don't have any what ifs because I went hard at everything that I've done. Still to this day. Wow, man. I can be prideful and say that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I'm not just blowing smoke, man. I really be in the gym and I really be out here, and I know that. You feel me? Like right. I know what I'm putting in. You know what I'm saying? So that's all that matters to me. It, it doesn't matter what other people say or whatever. I know what I'm putting in. Right, right. And I think that I think that if more people would focus more on the the, the inner self part with with trying to impress self and 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 like you say, be the best self as opposed to trying to impress other people. You know what I mean? I, I think that I think that we would we as individuals would get a little bit more farther in life and and would get a little bit more closer to our goals too if we would focus more on like you say going hard with in, with every everything that we're doing. I couldn't agree with you more. Um, it's unfortunate now because of social media, because of our peers, because of other circumstances that. We're too busy trying to put on for everybody else and not doing what we got to do, stuff that makes us happy. Right. You know, I know a lot of millionaires. I know a lot of people with money, man, that are unhappy, man. And I know a lot of people with, with money that use, like, the money is what makes them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been to some countries. I've been to some places. I've been around some people, man, that have some of the most amazing souls. And to that, to them... And for what I see when it comes to that, that to me is like the true definition of Happiness. success. That's the true definition of somebody who's wealthy, somebody who's in that space, man, when their mind and their heart is in the right place. Right. And they're not tainted by the, the worldly wonders. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you're able to be your own person, 
your your own your own individual, right? You move how you move. You don't move to what other people are doing and how they're what they're saying or how they're representing themselves. Like, I just wish more people could just be genuinely themselves and be happy with that. Right. Then that'll that'll create a whole different dynamic. You know right. What I'm saying? It, it really would. Having the fake in front. Right. So they could be accepted. So they could be loved. Because that ain't what it's about, man. That fake love. Eventually, you, people gonna get tired of that. I don't it, see how. Exa- you know exactly. Exactly. Not. Then that that just means you got some some personal demons that you're dealing with. Some right. Insecurities that you're dealing with. Yeah. You know yeah. I just pray, man, that people can see the beauty of themselves, man, and how dope and, and how amazing they are. Man, you know, you know, you know what I what 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 I admire about you, man. What I admire about you, with even being a two time um, NBA champion, I I and 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 that's impressive alone. Your resume is long, the work you've put in is long. But what really really impressed me, and that I'm really really grateful for, with you is the humbling man that you have and the way that you always try to give back, whether it's information, you always tapping into the youth, you always giving some words of encouragement and trying to inspire and bring change. I admire that, brother. I'm I'm grateful, man, and I'm humbled, um, you know, for your words, man. I, I just want to say that my... You know, some of the people in my family are responsible for that. My trials and my tribulations are responsible for that. Uh, my failures are responsible for that. Uh, I was homeless at one time, uh, being broke, man, uh, being at the bottom, losing everything. Um, just certain certain uh, situations that put me in that space to be humbled and to be extremely thankful and appreciative for any and everything that I get. You know, I understand how important those things are. And at any given moment, man, it could be taken away from us. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. Tomorrow's not guaranteed. And for me, you know, and that's one thing I try to, like, explain to my friends and my family and my loved ones, man, can't nobody take that away from me. Can't nobody say that I didn't try or that I haven't been, a provider for my family or my kids or anything like that. Like they haven't walked my life. They haven't been to these countries that I've been to. They, they haven't had, you know, the guns put in their face or being, having to walk, get off a bus and walk through a riot to get to your hotel room. Like it's so many stories that I have, bro, that I've experienced and which has given me, you know, this, this humbleness that I have and this appreciative, the, the, the appreciative, nature about myself that I have because I've seen people that don't have shit, excuse my language, but right. they don't have nothing. And and they and they can show so much love and be so thankful, so grateful. And then you look at people, man, who got blessings and certain things, man, and these people are just ungrateful. They complain and this, that and the other. I've been there, done that, seen it, and and and, and I'm just trying to do my part in this world, man. I, I just want to serve. That's what I feel like God brought me here to do. And, and that's the mission that I'm trying to carry out. 21 Reasons to Give Foundation, man. Where, where did that name come from? And, of course, I know what inspired you to create this foundation, but I, I, I want to I ask for the listeners. So, obviously, my number was 21. Um Especially when I got with the Lakers, I think that's when I made my foundation official. I had I had been doing a lot of community work, but when I had to, you know when I got the number twenty one, and then I um, I was just wanted to come with a with a real crafty name and something that fits me, and I didn't want my foundation to only be um, centered around one thing. That's why there were twenty one different principles, but I wanted to be able to help in so many different ways, and that's something that I fought for when I filed and, and, and a part of my mission statement and all of that, man, I just want to be able to be a part of something that's helping to change um, out here. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's something that I'm a, a very passionate about and, and something that I definitely love doing day in and day out. Man, that, that is just, that is just amazing. Um, you know, 
with 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 everything that you're doing and and seeing that growth from from all of your experiences taking all of those experiences which which were necessary in your journey because you know everything is written and we all we we all we can't avoid these experiences that we need to go through so all of that was a part of the shaping of the 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 king that you are today and you're carrying carrying that torch um i know sometimes it get frustrating with with stuff that's going on out here in the world and just seeing it all but you said something that really touched me man with with seeing people with nothing still be happy man and still be full of joy man that 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 should inspire anybody man like because we be so ungrateful at times man and and we have so much we complain about we don't have this we don't but man just listening to that right there, man, was really kind of like a, another reawakening, man. Like, that's real. Yeah, I, um, quick story, man. When I was in Venezuela, and um, I'm not sure how much you know about what's going on down there. I really don't know if it's gotten any better mm-hmm. since I left or anything. But at the time that I was down there, they was going through a lot of political things. You know, the, the I think they were having a presidential run at the time. Um but the country was going through it, bro. Like, there were doctors, from what they were telling me, that, that were making, like, $50 a month in American money. You know what wow. I'm saying? Like, they were really struggling. And I was on foot, bro. Like, I literally was, like, taking, you know, some of the money that I was making and converting it into their dollars. And I was going into these neighborhoods and these places by myself and bringing food, bringing water, um... I helped pay for some medical bills. I helped one family take care of their medical expenses for their for their son who had like a big surgery. Um, I was giving away clothes. I was just trying to do my part, man, and, and you know, put it, putting myself in a situation, obviously, because that country was going through some things. But I put myself, you know what I mean, in, in harm's way in order to, to be helpful, you know what I'm saying, because those things were... Those things were, um, you know, important to me, and right. I'm, I'm speaking from a standpoint of somebody who was on foot and who's seen it himself. It ain't like I'm just BSing you and right. just telling you something to sound good, man. Like I, like I took video. I took, you know, what I'm saying like because I, these are certain memories that I have that I want to like share with my kids. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I know I work hard to provide for them, but I want them to understand, man, y'all still have to continue to be humble. Y'all have to be thankful because you never know. Like, look at these people. Look at what other people are dealing with. And they don't complain like y'all complain. Right, right, man. Some of these kids, man, eight years old, butt naked, no clothes, no nothing. Wow, man. You know what I'm saying? And I don't, I know my kids wouldn't, they wouldn't be feeling good if they had to walk out here butt ass naked. You know what I'm saying? You you know they wouldn't, man. clothing. Right. <laughs> so it's just certain things that I don't think, man, people really, really think about, man. These are these are many, you know, I have so many stories and examples and things that I've been through, again, that I can share with people, man, and this is a part of my makeup. Right. Well, I tell you what 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 we gonna do is uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do a chapter two. And and get you to come back on here, man. And, and we definitely gonna get that in, man. I, we we need to get that in. I told, listen, bro. I told y'all I was gonna make it worth your while, man. We ain't even. I'm gonna tell you one thing. I've done so many interviews. We ain't even. I've never even really scratched the surface of half the shit that I've gone through or or have experienced. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I'm down, brother. Whatever, whenever I can do, come back. Whenever y'all have me, I know I messed up the first time, man. I hope I made up. For oh it. man, did if you make? Did you make up? Me, I'll be back, bro. You back in the family, man. We 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 brought you back in the family, man. Is it? That's over go. with now. I appreciate it. <laughs> Look, with with the foundation, man. Um, and and me and you, we'll we'll get together. Um, I want to see if it's you know anything that we could do, um, to just just to be able to contribute and help out help out in any kind of way with the foundation or whatever, man, and, and maybe, 
you know, we can we could try to partner up with you on that, man, and, and, and do whatever we can on our end because that's really what that's really what, what, what we all about is um collaborating with with great great souls out here to uh to make a difference and you definitely doing that my brother so we definitely gonna get together on that and figure out what we could do to to bring more change and i and i truly appreciate that man um let's talk more about it when we get off the phone another thing i want to do real quick before we end is please check out my t-shirt line it's actually my kids t-shirt line i'm just the face of it but T-shirt, shawty, T-S-H-I-R-T-S-H-A-W-D-Y.com. Man, check that thing out. Let me know what you think, brother. It's all positivity. It's really dope shirts. I think- uh, Get that going, too. T-shirtshawty.com. Um, I need everybody to, uh, that's listening right now, I need everybody to go log on. Check out my brother, my brother's kids' uh, t-shirt line and support that man. That's t-shirtshawty.com, man. We need everybody that's on the live and everybody that's that's listening right now on the broadcast to go and support that. Show that some love, t-shirtshawty.com. Also, my brother, um, before we get out of here too, um, I want what, wait. Matter of fact. What is the the um that what is that the foundation uh let's let's put that put that out there as well as put your uh social media platforms and ways that people can connect with you let's put that out there too. So I'm on Instagram, um, Josh Twenty One Powell, and I'm on Twitter, um, JP Twenty One Reasons, and um, I'm also um, doing a, a relationship status. Uh, like a podcast, you can catch us on Relationship Status Live. Um, just out here, man, just trying to trying to have these good talks and conversation, brother. You know what I'm saying? So I'm enjoying it, man. It's been good. Definitely, definitely. And 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 look, before you get out of here, I always ask, um, I always ask my guests, which you've dropped so many amazing jewels, man. But I always ask my guests, man. If you had an opportunity to speak to a room full of um, uninspired people who needed some words of encouragement, um, um, some up-and-coming athletes that was thinking about getting into trying to, to, you know, getting to the league or need some form of direction or some uplift or wanted to give up, and you had an opportunity to speak to this room full of uh, people, what, what would you say to them? Man, it's always bigger than the game, man. And I know the game gives us so much. But I think the thing that I would definitely tell people, man, is love yourself. Understand your worth. Know that you're appreciated. Know that you're needed. Um, don't allow anyone to tell you what you can or can't do. You focus on nobody else but yourself. Don't block your blessings because you're comparing yourself to somebody else. Your path is your path. Just do what you're supposed to be doing, and God will take care of the rest. Wow. You guys heard it. <laughs> hey, man, like, yeah, we, we, we going to have to chop it up, man. Like, for real, man. Y'all go and support T-ShirtShorty.com. That's the website, man, to get those fire shirts, man. Get your shirts right now, T-ShirtShorty.com. Josh, man, listen, bro, it was definitely, um, I, I, I just enjoyed myself, man. And I'm telling you right now, uh, we're we going to have to, we 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 gonna have to do this on the regular, man. We got to make you a, a a regular guest, man. Like for real, because I don't mind. So many jewels, man, being dropped, and I think it's it's a lot of um a lot of information, man, that that people could really benefit off of. Um, just just on so many different levels, man. From you know inspiration to um guidance, um any type of basketball information knowledge that people might need. It's a lot that we, that, that we could do, man. So we definitely going to get together on that, man. Once again, I, I aim to serve brother. I'm, you know what? Cause you got my number. I, I really, I'm looking forward to getting a text or another call. Once you look at this website, I'm, in, I'm interested to see what your thoughts are. Once you, once we get out this call, I'm going, I'm, I'm, I'm about to pull it up in a minute, Jay. I'm telling you right now, man. I don't think I'm, it's going to let you down, brother. I, I'll tell you I what, just, if, yeah, I just, if, 
we if, got so much more that's gonna come on there. Well, look, but, well, uh, well, well, we gonna help. We gonna help promote that, then, man. We gonna help. We gonna help promote that and get that out there. Um, get that out there on on our part too, man. So. I'm going and check that out. Everybody, I need y'all to go and check out uh, t-shirtshawty.com, t-shirtshawty.com. Y'all go and check out that website, grab you a shirt, grab some stuff off of there, show some love, show some support. Jay, man, look, I just want to thank you once again, man. Like this, I'm just so grateful, bro. Like I I just really, really, really enjoy myself, man. It's, It's really a blessing, man. And Thank you for me and my squad, man, for this opportunity, bro. Man, I got nothing but love for y'all, man. I appreciate it, man. Anytime, brother, even if it's, it has nothing to do with the, with the show, um, let's just connect, man. Let's build, brother. I'm all about that. And um, let's keep this, keep this positive energy flowing, brother. Absolutely. That's Josh21. Is, is that, it's underscore, right? No, no, no. It's just Josh21 Powell. Josh21 Powell on um, Instagram at josh 21 powell y'all make sure y'all go follow this brother's positive vibes also go and check out log on to uh t-shirtshawty.com y'all go over there check out those t-shirts it's the vibe show podcast with your dude kano the don and my brother the one and only and i gotta say it man two time two time (laughs) nba champion do you hear me Josh Powell, man, my dude. We out of here, Jay. Appreciate you, baby. All the time. Yes, sir.